Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I am here to uh, break some stuff down for you. Uh, our goal on this platform is to make you uh, wealthier, smarter, and happier. And also, um, we support the black community, and I don't apologize for that. It uh, doesn't mean you have to be black to be here, though. And it doesn't mean that I dislike everybody who's not black. And one guy that I actually have a lot of respect for, I've always respected him as an ESPN host, is a guy named Max Kellerman. Now, I don't know if you watch ESPN or not, but Max Kellerman is uh, a guy who once had a show with Stephen A. Smith. Um, I've met Stephen A. I've been on Stephen A's show a couple times back when he had a show, maybe 10, over 10 years ago, called Quite Frankly on ESPN. And, uh, I, but I don't know Stephen and I don't know Max. But uh, anyway, uh, Max brought up something that was really interesting. I've always respected his intelligence and uh, I won't go into why, but I can identify smart people when I see them. And I'm going to tell you, this guy, this is a smart dude. And uh, and he was, and I, I was really impressed by the fact that he picked up on a tweet uh, that I put up about Deion Sanders. Uh, recently, I tweeted, and I mentioned this on this podcast, you guys heard me say this, where I talked about this um, seemingly illogical idea that Deion Sanders is underpaid by Colorado. Uh, did any of you see that video? Give me a yes if you saw any of that conversation so I can kind of know how much I need to rehash. Also, let me know if you guys can hear me okay. I want to make sure I'm coming through all right. Uh, sometimes when I do podcasts on the fly, I worry about the audio. So let me know if you can hear me okay. And what's up, Gary Scott, Max Jerome, Darlene Green, uh, Arnold Hunter, uh, et cetera. All right, so uh, as you give me a yes to let me know you can hear me, I'll just keep talking and 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 then I'll just confirm. But yeah, so, so Max Kellerman... <clears throat> Is uh, he he picked up on a, on a tweet that I put out on my Insta on my Twitter account, which was my Twitter account is Dr. Boyce Watkins one. So if you ever want to follow me on Twitter, just look up Dr. Boyce Watkins and then the number one, and uh, you can find my Twitter account. And the tweet that I made was basically really simple. I just said Deion Sanders is being underpaid by Colorado, and people said, "Well, wait, that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. You know, five million dollars a year? How could he be underpaid? Oh my God! Oh my Lord Jesus! Because most people cannot imagine making that much money in a salary, and I get it. That's a lot of money. That is a big, fat, chunky, juicy salary. That's almost half a million dollars a month. Who wouldn't be excited to get a job making half a million dollars uh, a year, or you know, or, or sorry, half a million dollars a month?" which would almost be, which would actually be $6 million a year, but still you get the point, right? That's a ton of money. Uh, but one of the things I want you to understand, this is one of the things I want to explain to you guys. And again, I'm not just talking out of the side of my neck, my doctorate's in finance. And one of the things about economics that I've noticed in terms of financial thinking is that sometimes when you operate on level one, it's hard for you to sort of visualize level two. When you're operating on the level of a worker, it's hard to visualize the level of a business owner. And one of the things about uh, running businesses is that businesses scale, corporate brands scale, they scale to unimaginable heights. And that's one of the reasons why I've always said that you need to train your children how to start businesses, because that's how people make that crazy sick money. That's how they make that insane money. You don't, you don't really get rich with a paycheck, you get rich with a business. So here's the thing. Here was my basic fundamental argument. My fundamental argument was Deion Sanders is not just a typical employee. He's not just somebody that they hired and gave an opportunity to. He's not just somebody that's on the staff. Deion Sanders has 10 times more visibility than anybody affiliated with that campus. Let me ask you this. How many of you can name, if I was to ask you right now, give me a yes or no. How many of you can name the president of the University of Colorado? Can any of you tell me who the president of the University of Colorado Boulder is? Give me a name. And don't Google it. Don't cheat. Don't use 
AI or nothing. Just just do you know it off the top of your head? How many off the top of the dome can name the president's University of Colorado uh, campus? None of you can. I bet none of you. So so here's another question I'm going to ask you. How many of you can name uh, the head coach of the uh, of 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 the number five football team in the United States? Let's say number five is I don't know who how the rankings ended, but let's say it was uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll use my Ohio State Buckeyes. How many of you who are not, especially not the football fans, how many of you can tell me who Ohio State's head coach is? Or let's go to another school that's a little easier. Let's say, I don't know, uh, University of Tennessee. Can anybody name the head coach of the University of Tennessee? I promise you I'm getting to my point. I promise you that the lesson is buried here. I just got to lay the foundation for this, uh, this, this lesson that I'm sharing with you. I'm about to you know, explain to you how economics works. No, most of you cannot name the head coach of the University of Tennessee football program. So, so here's what I wanted to help you understand. And this is what Max got. This is why I respect this guy. I mean, man, Max, if you hear this, brother, keep doing, keep going, man. I'm so proud. I, I have so much respect for the way you saw this. The, the thing is, people don't understand. They didn't hire Dion to do work. He's going to do work, but that was not why they hired. They, they're not paying him a lot of money because he's a hard worker. There are plenty of hardworking coaches out here. They're not paying. They're not even paying Deion Sanders really to win games. I mean, don't get me wrong. They hope that he does, but their corporate value went up instantly, even without winning any games. Do you understand how much national media attention that school got when they hired this guy? Do you understand that in this economy, attention is a trillion-dollar commodity? Attention is a commodity. All these social media apps are constantly fighting for your attention. Attention is an economic commodity. Give me a yes if you follow what I'm saying. And very few coaches, if any, could generate and garner the amount of attention onto University of Colorado that Deion Sanders could. Nobody else could get that level of attention. Nobody. Not even Nick Saban at Alabama. Sure, he might be considered the best coach or one of the best, but this ain't about, this is bigger than winning games. And this is, <clears throat> so So here's what was interesting, right? So Max brought this topic up on ESPN and I was like, okay, he gets it. He understands. Uh, one interesting thing. So he was talking to a couple of brothers I res respect. I watched them during their playing careers. Uh, one is um, <clears throat> Keyshawn Johnson. And Keyshawn Johnson was a great wide receiver in the NFL, just a badass athlete. I mean, absolute bad boy. Played at USC, all that stuff. Love Keyshawn. Keyshawn made it made a point that a lot of people would make. I understand this point, but I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. He said, "Well, it, you know, whether or not Dion's worth the money is gonna be determined by whether or not he wins games." Okay, and if you go watch the segment, I'm gonna try to put the whole segment on my Instagram. I'll put a piece of it on my Instagram. My Instagram's the real boys Watkins. I'll put a piece of it up there. But I but and I'm I'm gonna put the rest up there later. Or if you want to Google it, you can. So Keyshawn made the point that a lot of people will make. Well, well, you know, it, you know, whether or not he is worth the money is gonna be determined by whether or not he wins games. Okay, I get that. I totally understand that. And that's what we tend to believe. We tend to believe that we have a merit-based economy. <clears throat> we tend to believe that the hardest working people who do the best jobs are the ones who should automatically make the most money. That makes sense, right? That makes perfect sense. And, and it should be that way. But if that were the case, then school teachers would be making more than all of us. Soldiers would be making more than every single person in the country. You know, th th that means hardworking men who drive buses would be multimillionaires. Well, it, it, because if, if merit and skill 
you know, and, and hard work and achievement is what determines your income, your salary, then there are a lot of people I know who work extremely hard, who are good at what they do, who should be making 10 times more than what they make. Let me ask you a question. Anybody recognize this guy? And what football team is that? Say it in the chat. What football team is, is owned by this guy? And what is this guy's name on the screen? And if you're watching on Spotify, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you his name in about 10 seconds. So, so some of this podcast is on Spotify. So make sure you follow on Spotify if you want to listen in. Yes, this man is Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. I have been a Cowboys fan since I was four. I have been a Cowboys fan since I was a little boy, since before elementary school. I, I used to go to school and get into fights with my friends who cheered for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I was so mad that the Steelers kept whooping the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. That's how old I am. I, I remember those days. And let me ask you a question. Any, any real football fans in the room? Do the Dallas Cowboys, are they a, are they a great team? Do they win Super Bowls just year after year after year? I mean, are they just reigning with championship rings in the last 20 years? Like, since the year 2000, have the Dallas Cowboys been just kicking everybody's ass and, you know, just sort of doing what the Patriots did, like like the football version of the Chicago Bulls? No, they haven't. Then, then if that's the case, and we live in a merit-based society where wins determine your economic value, then how in the hell is it? that the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the NFL. Riddle me this. Can anybody tell me why the Cowboys would have the most valuable franchise when they ain't winning nothing? Every year, rest in, rest in peace to my Uncle John who just died. I, last conversation I had with Uncle John, I said, man, the, look like the Cowboys might do something this year. He said he looked at me real slow. He was kind of sick. And he said, but they always blow it in the playoffs. And I said, man, you, you know, you are absolutely correct. And they're going to do it again this year, which is exactly what they did. So what is my point? My point here is to say that as much as I respect what Keyshawn said, I hear you, bro. I hear you. It seems like Dion's ability to win games will be the number one determinant in whether or not he gets a higher salary or not. But I can explain to you also from, from an economic standpoint, because teaching finance is what I do, it ain't about the wins right now, bro. Dion brought massive economic value, but extracted from the black community, by the way. He, he was a Jackie Robinson-ish kind of hire, because the same way Jackie Robinson got hired by uh, Major League Baseball, the, these two guys carried lots of economic value out of the black community. Uh, Dion Sanders added value he added at least a couple hundred million dollars to the brand of the university of colorado just by setting foot on that campus why is that well because when you're bringing that much attention you're bringing millions of dollars of pr you're bringing multi-million dollar tv deals your the, the the season tickets for the university of colorado's crappy football team sold out for the first time in 27 years they're getting branding deals. They got money coming out of from every direction. Their brand was instantly as recognizable as the Dallas Cowboys. You got people that ain't never even thought about the University of Colorado who now think that wearing a University of Colorado jersey is cool because Deion Sanders went to that school. That's the point. 
And, uh, and so, so, so Max Kellerman got it. The other brother on there, Jay, Jay Williams, I love him too. I, I watched him back when he was at Duke, and I hate to see what happened with the motorcycle and everything. This brother had a great career in front of him, and unfortunately, that motorcycle accident kind of messed it up. But he's done a great job of leveraging his intelligence to become an extraordinary analyst. And, and Jay didn't really seem to be convinced either. He didn't seem to be convinced of what Max was trying to say. But I'm here to just tell you, again, leaning on my many years of teaching finance at the college level, I can tell you that Kellerman was correct on this one. Deion Sanders, here's the thing. And the reason I brought this point up was not because I care a whole lot about Colorado. It's not because I care a whole lot about Dion. I brought it up because I care a whole lot about you. I also brought it up because I care a whole lot about the black community. And one of the things that I really wanted black folks to understand is that sometimes you think that when they hire you, they're adding value to you. When actually, in many cases, when they hire you, you're adding value to them. Jackie Robinson was the same thing. He was so happy to integrate baseball that he did not understand that he was taking away the legacy of the Negro Leagues. When he did that, he was taking brand value with him. Deion Sanders was not a hire. Deion Sanders was a corporate acquisition. They acquired hundreds of millions of dollars in economic value by bringing this guy in. $5 million a year, that ain't a whole lot of money. I know internet influencers who make $10, $20 million a year and who don't have nearly as much visibility as Deion Sanders. All Deion needed at Jackson was somebody in his corner, and I would have been happy to do it for free, to help him monetize his billion-dollar brand, and Dion would have been cracking at least 10 to $15 million a year, and he still could have hung out in Jackson State, still helped his community, elevated that city up another notch, kept all the swag, kept all the blackness, instead of trying to transplant black swag to dusty-ass, crusty-ass Colorado. Ain't not, nothing cool about Colorado until Deion Sanders got there. Give me a yes if you follow what I'm saying. Am I right or am I right? Deion brought the cool to Colorado. He brought the black to Colorado, and he's trying to import all the blackness to Colorado. I don't think it's going to work. I don't even think they want it. I don't think they see they I don't think they're going to value him the way black people value him. You know, and, and, and all those black women that were upset that he left. You know, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if anything ever goes right for a black man who walks away from black women. I just don't know. If, I, I've just never seen it. But then again, though, it's his right to do it. I'm just saying that he's underpaid. And a lot of people don't seem to understand that because all they think about is they think about life in terms of paychecks. This is bigger than a paycheck, dude. Let me give you another example. Before I do that, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. Uh, just a reminder, I got a new book out. It's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. It's an Amazon bestseller. If you want to understand economics, particularly from our perspective, go to uh, go to Amazon or, or you can go to BoyceWatkins.com. <clears throat> I know people uh, want me to make this book The Ten Commandments of Economic Power so that it's not like I noticed even Max, as much as I like Max, he left the word black out of uh, <laughs> out of out of my title. He said wealth is power, <laughs> but he don't understand. I say black wealth is black is black power, and and I know I know white folks don't always feel comfortable with that, but I think black people got to rise up. I believe that we can be the the greatest and uh, I'm invest. I, I'm doubling down on my people. I'm not really out here trying to be here for everybody. You can learn from me if you want to. You ain't got to be black to be here. I never, I, I never hated anybody who wasn't black, but, but our community needs emergency economic surgery. And I'm the surgeon who's here 
to dig into the issue. So this book will help you and your family elevate in your thinking in a very simple way. Feel free to go grab a copy on Amazon or you can go to boycewatkins.com. But with that being said, let me go back to, to Max and let me tell you why Max is, Max is one of my favorite commentators right now. I like the fact that Max on ESPN understood what I was trying to say. Um, Max understands that attention is the commodity that Deion Sanders is bringing to the table, not coaching wins. I think Jay Williams mentioned uh, some other coaches. He said, well, if Deion's underpaid, then coach so-and-so's underpaid. Uh, Nick Saban's underpaid. No, that's not the same. That is apples and oranges. Those coaches, pretty much that's all they are, are coaches. That's a different scenario. They might even be able to coach better than Deion. But their names are not Deion Sanders. Their brands are not billion-dollar brands like Deion Sanders. It, Deion Sanders. Maybe it's not a billion-dollar brand. It's at least half a billion or at least a couple hundred million. And I say this based on the way you value a financial asset. So just understand that don't compare Dion to a coach. It's almost like when they talk about Tesla and why Tesla's valuation as a stock is so high. That's because they value Tesla as an automobile company. And what the analysts are explaining is that, no, Tesla's not an automobile company. Tesla is a tech company. They should be valued like a tech company because their technology is far ahead of all the other automobile manufacturers. So, so Dion should not be compared to a football coach. He should be compared to a celebrity brand. Let me give you another example. Who are these people? Say their names in the chat. What brand is this that's on the screen right now? This is a family where they have at least two or three billionaires in the family. This is a multi-billion dollar family that is super famous for doing absolutely nothing. When I was on the phone with Kanye West, one thing I told him straight up was I said I never would have married a Kardashian because I don't think black men end well when they marry Kardashians. I would have married a Donda. That would have been better for you. Who is that? Those are the Kardashians. Well, let me tell you about the Kardashians. The Kardashians make probably a couple hundred million dollars a year. And what are they famous for? What can they do? do they, are they the best singers in America? Do they get on stage and just tear it up in a performance? Are they are they the best actresses? Like, do they get in movies and just act they act their asses off? They're artificial asses. Do they do they act their booties off? Um, do they juggle? Do they drive race cars? Like, do they teach children? Like, do they win football games? Like, like what do Kardashians do to make their money? Can anybody name that? Like, what is it about a Kardashian that says that she is more talented? than all the other millions of hardworking women out here in this country. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know what makes a Kardashian valuable is the fact that the Kardashian is a Kardashian. The Kardashians control the multi-billion dollar commodity of attention. Kim has probably, you know, I, I, I'm going to guess over 100 million followers on Instagram. That's very valuable. If someone bought Kim Kardashian's Instagram account and paid $100 million for it, I would say that's a pretty good deal. So what I'm saying is that if you want to compare Deion Sanders' brand to anybody else, you got to look at him for what he is. He is a corporate brand. He's a celebrity. He should be compared to things like the Dallas Cowboys or the Kardashians. It ain't about winning games. You know, so Keyshawn was talking about winning games and all that. That's, that's labor. It ain't got nothing to do with his labor. 
And also uh, this brother, Jay, was talking about uh, coaches, other coaches. Other coaches should be getting paid a lot more, too. No, no, no. Other coaches, all they do is coach. They're not bringing any type of celebrity attention to the university. So that's a different scale. That's a different class. That's a different type of economic valuation. So uh, shout out to Max Kellerman for being the smartest guy in the room. Much respect to you. Um, I think that he nailed it on the head. One thing Max said that um, that I'd love to, to explain to him further is I don't even know. the I know some guys on ESPN and Fox and all that, but I don't really hunt down people like that. But if he ever saw this and reached out, I'd, I'd, I'd talk to him. I just but I just don't reach out like that. I, I do my work. But anyway, one thing that Max said that was um, that I, I, I wanted to nuance a little bit was he did mention one thing he didn't agree with where he said that um, uh, there was a point where I mentioned that University of Colorado's annual budget is $2.1 billion a year. So that's a little more than $5 million a week. So they literally pay in one week to run the campus what it costs to have Deion Sanders for an entire year. And Max didn't quite see how that connected to what Deion was being paid. And the reason it makes a connection is, think about this. You've increased the economic value of your school's brand by at least a couple hundred million dollars. And it's only costing you a tiny fraction of your budget. Like, for example, imagine some of you in here, maybe you have your your week, your monthly budget is three thousand dollars a month. Imagine if you could take, you know, one fiftieth of your budget. So you could take 60 bucks and invest 60 dollars a month into something that generates an extra ten thousand dollars a month for for your family. Would you do that? Would you consider that to be a good deal? Give me a yes or no. Do you follow the analogy? Do you understand what I'm saying? So what the point is to say that Colorado ain't giving up hardly nothing. They made a, 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 a massive corporate acquisition for pennies on the dollar. I mean, the amount of money that they're paying Dion is not even a drop in the bucket. If you do something in your life that increases your, that doubles your income, you would expect that it would be costly to you, right? It would cost you a lot in terms of money, time, energy, work, or whatever. You'd like, you'd be like, man, I busted my ass, but it was worth it because I doubled my income. Imagine if you could double your income and it only took you like 10 minutes a week. Like that would be kind of cool, right? And it costs you like $60 a month, but your income's double now. That's what I'm saying. It's It was really comparing the magnitude of the return to the magnitude of the investment. Do you follow it? I hope y'all get what I'm saying. I don't want to talk over anybody's head. I get I get accused of being uppity because I, I like for black people to be more intelligent. That's 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 my biggest criticism. Some of the clowns call me uppity. Oh, you being uppity because you you think you better than everybody. I, I don't think I'm better than nobody. I just believe we can all be great. Am I a great man? Absolutely, I'm a great man. But I believe Eric Hunter could be a great man. G Brown, you a great man. DDS is definitely a great man because I see his brother here all the time. Gary Chisholm, Tommy, Chinadu, <laughs> I, Peanut Butter Hero, all of y'all could be great men and women. So, so yes, do I believe that I'm great? Absolutely, but I believe you're great too. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I do not apologize for that. So, so the juice asked, was Jackson State underpaying him? Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, absolutely. Of Jackson State doesn't have much of a budget, but then again, you know, uh, same thing is true. Uh, I think that Dion had the kind of brand where it would be nice if he were in a scenario where he had equity, if he had equity in the entity that he was connected to. That's the kind of wealth he would get. It's like when Michael Jordan got signed by Nike, there was really no salary big enough that they could afford to pay Michael what he was truly bringing to the Nike brand. 
right? So instead, what Nike did was they said, look, we can't give you a salary that's worth what you're what you're worth, but we'll give you equity. And Michael asked for equity. So that's what that's what that's what I'm seeing, right? Like, so uh, you know, I'm I'm with the Black Business School, right? We created the Black Business School. If I was partnering with a Deion Sanders and he said, Hey, I'd like to get X percent of all the money that gets made off my brand, I'd be like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That that's what you do with a superstar. That's what you do with a corporate acquisition. You don't just pay them some tiny little flat rate and then allow it to, you know, allow yourself to make all the money. But if you think small, then you're going to get small stuff, you know? So I would argue again, and this is where I become biased. I'm biased in favor of supporting my community because I don't want to see my people lose is uh, I would have I would advise Dion. I would have said, come on, man. Like, do you really think you need Colorado to make $5 billion a year? I don't understand that. Maybe, maybe you need Colorado because you, you know, there's a part of you that wants to be on national TV. Maybe you need Colorado because yeah, you're right. They're going to have the hundred million dollar facility because black boosters and donors can't afford that, but you don't need Colorado to make money. The $5 million a year should be the afterthought to that transaction because you could have, Dion easily could have made 15 or 20 million right there in Jackson. I even, I could have easily explained to him how to do that. I know a lot of other people who could have too. So that's my point, guys. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you learned something today. Um, and uh, again, you know, Max Kellerman, shout out to him for bringing the topic up. I'm glad he spoke about it. Uh, I've always respected the guy. So it's ironic that he did speak on me today and I and I had no problem with anything that he said. And also I respect the other guys on the show. Um, uh, Keyshawn and uh, Jay Williams, those are great athletes, smart men, and I'm very proud of what they're doing on ESPN. So anyway, guys, uh, hit the hit Hit the, uh, hit the uh, subscribe button and the um, like button before you head on out of here. Also, just a reminder, uh, my new book is called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. And also, if you want to teach wealth to your kids, we do have a black business school for children. You can find it at blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com. Uh, our, our wealth hack for black people is if you get your children uh, learning about investing at an early age, they're going to be wealthier than other people's children. So, so you get them started early. We have a black business school for kids that covers real estate, entrepreneurship, and stock market investing, and crypto. So feel free to go to blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com to take a look. And also we have financial flashcards that you can pick up for your kids at financialflashcards.com. So we're all about the wealth. We're all about the money. We're all about understanding our value so that when your kids go into this world, they're going to succeed. They will never sell themselves short. So anyway, guys, thank you so much. And uh, thank you. My name is Corey for, for telling me that my book is great. I appreciate it. It is a bestseller on Amazon. There's lots of reviews there. So please read the reviews, but the reviews are very good. So I'm glad you guys like it and I uh, love you and I'll see you soon. Have a good day. Peace.